Good morning, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is With Italia News, a podcast regarding Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, July 15. I'll give you some numbers to understand the virus situation in Italy. Yesterday, 114 new positives were recorded out of 441,867 swabs. So the 0.3% were positives and 24,222 people tested. So the uh, 0.5%. Because of course, some swabs are a control on previous tested people to understand if the virus is no longer present. So very, very small percentages of uh, new positives. In the last seven days, we have had uh, an average of 198 new positives per day. In the previous seven days, the average was 197, so the situation is completely stable for now. There were 17 deaths recorded yesterday. On average, we had 12 deaths per day in Italy in the last seven days and 19 in the previous seven days. By now, there are patients admitted to intensive care in Lombardy, Lazio, Piedmont, Emilia-Romagna, Veneto and Tuscany. In the whole south, there is no longer a single coronavirus patient in intensive care unit. With reference to the cases found in the last 30 days, the infected have an average age of 47 years compared to 61 years at the beginning of the pandemic. 50.5% of the cases of COVID-19 in Italy in the last month involved men and 49.5% women. While if we look at the cumulative data of the whole pandemic, men represent 46.5% compared to 53.5% of women. The percentage of asymptomatic cases has increased significantly compared to overall figure, now averaging over 60% with a clear reduction in the percentage of severe and critical cases for, for all age groups. One study shows that mortality for COVID-19 in Lombardy is actually in the European average after standardization by age. The percentage of elderly people double in Lombardy compared to the average of the European regions most affected by the pandemic would be the reason for the higher mortality rates. The authors analyzed the official mortality rates for COVID-19 in nine Western metropolitan areas with similar characteristics for demography, commercial activities and movement of people. The highest cumulative standardized mortality rates at 70 days after the start of the epidemic were recorded in New York State, 296.1 per 100,000 followed by the Brussels capital region in Belgium, Catalonia and Spain, Comunidad Autónoma de Madrid in Spain, Lombardy with 141 per 100,000, the Stockholm region in Sweden, and Greater London in Great Britain. Lower rates were recorded in the Ile-de-France in France and Copenhagen region, which is in Denmark. According to the authors, the different age distribution of populations, uh, together with the significant increase in lethality in the over 70s, explains the differences in the general data. For example, the over 70s in Lombardy are 17%, against 6.9% in Catalonia and Spain, 7.9% in Greater London in, in the UK, and 9.5% in the Brussels capital region in Belgium. Lombardy remained one of the few cases in which the capital city, which is Milan, was not significantly affected by the epidemic wave, but on the contrary recorded lower mortality rates than the region itself. A recent OECD report showed that graduates in, in science, technological, technology, and engineering and mathematics have an employment rate in line with the world average. Instead, for the most popular faculties in Italy, such as the humanities, the percentage is lower. And in fact, in Italy, 23% of the companies that searched for graduates in these four subjects did not find adequate skills to hire them. 
Italian university students enrolled in these faculties represent only 27% of the total, with a more or less stable trend for 10 years. The coming years, especially in times of crisis, could be an opportunity. As always, when we talk about Italian cultural backwardness, there is also a gender problem. There is only one female student out of four in these faculties in Italy, and these stereotypes are difficult to overcome, even if there is no gender gap at all, no gender gap, gap at all in performance. Nevertheless, Italian innovation doesn't stop. The country should do it better, but it is full of researchers, innovators, and visionaries, visionaries who do extraordinary things. In an Italian laboratory located not far from Rome, a few Italian scientists are working on a high-tech vegetable garden to grow microgreen on the moon and in extreme environments such as the polar ones, set up inside a special igloo greenhouse designed to withstand very low temperatures. The same scientists are also simulating space missions thanks to advanced immersive virtual reality techniques to support astronauts' lives in future long-term missions. This is an above-ground cultivation system with water recycling, without the use of pesticides and agropharmaceuticals, able to guarantee the crew members engaged in space missions fresh food of high quality and current nutritional contribution, without forgetting the psychological benefit given by the growth of the plants in confined environments, such as those of future extraterrestrial bases, or even in extreme environments such as hot and cold deserts. <coughs> Italy in 2019 registered less births and more deaths than the year before, everywhere except in the autonomous province of Bolzano in Trentino Alto Adige, according to National Statistics Agency, ISTAT. Over the course of 2019, the difference between births and deaths was down by 214,000 units. The negative record of births since the unification of Italy recorded in 2018 is again surpassed by the data of 2019. There are only 420,000 registered births with a degrees of more than 19,000 units compared to 2018, which is minus 4.5%. The negative birth rate compared to deaths referred to Italian citizens, minus 270,000, while the foreigners living in Italy recorded a positive growth of plus 55,000. Without the contribution of foreign citizens, the demographic decline of Italy's residing population would be significantly steeper. But in recent years, there has also been a progressive decrease in the number of foreigners born in Italy. The weight of foreign children's birth as a percentage of total births is greater in regions where the foreign presence is more widespread and rooted. A quarter of those born in Emilia Romagna in 2019 are foreigners, but in Sardinia only 4.3%. The number of foreign citizens arriving in a country compared to 2018 is also decreasing, minus 8.6%, while the increase in immigration of Italians abroad continues, plus 8.1%. The persistent decline started in 2015 has led to a decrease of almost 551,000 residents in five years in Italy. Brunello Cucinelli, the iconic Italian entrepreneur in fashion, has decided to donate to humanity unsold garments for a value of 30 million euros. He said that clothes that have remained unsold in boutiques around the world following the COVID pandemic are a lovable resources. resource. Cucinelli selected the board that will have to decide which projects and organization will receive the goods, underlining that he wants to imagine this choice, and I quote, and, uh, uh, as an investment for the future of his company in the great project of living and working in harmony with creation. That's all for now, that's all for today, so please continue to stay safe, 
please stay healthy and listen to the researchers and to the doctors and to the scientists. This was We Italian News. My name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you on Friday. Ciao from Rome.